0: And I'm telling you to put that lawnmower down, huh? What the what the hell's what? Hey, it's uh, put your lawnmower down day here at the Harland Highway, and uh, welcome one and all. I am he, Harland Williams, your host, your uh, ballerina, your phone guy, whatever you need. Uh, what a show today! Uh, I think you're going to dig it, man. I think you're going to dig it. Uh, We're going to be talking about new ways to murder. I don't know if any of you are planning to murder, but I've got a terrific new way to help you be successful with your crime. Yes. Um, We're going to be talking about news guys. Do we really need our news anchors to be moving around the planet? Can't they just stay at their desk? I'm going to be ranting about that. Advertising? Uh, Are you like me? Are you fed up with everywhere you look? Somebody's advertising something? Can't we just have empty negative space anymore? Kind of like this podcast. Um, We're going to be taking a phone call today. Something we rarely do, a live phone call. Um, Snoring. Something I hope you don't do during this podcast. We're going to examine snoring. It's been overlooked. And lastly, I got pulled over by the cops. I'm going to tell you all about it, but whatever it is, it's still legal, because it's the Harland Highway!
1: Welcome to the Harland Highway. All right, let's get this sucker going, huh? You're causing a major disturbance on my time. It's the Harland Highway. What's up, bruh? If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? (laughs) I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Am I hallucinating here? Just what in the hell do you think you're doing? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. This is your fucking wake-up call, man! You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. In 30 seconds, you'll be dead. Then I'll blow this place up and be home in time for cornflakes.
0: Hi, you're listening to the Harland Highway, brought to you by everything. Because everywhere you go, there's Advertising. People are painting the sides of their vans now. I saw some hubcaps on a taxi cab the other day. You know those spinning hubcaps? They had advertisements on there. When I used to watch hockey, the boards were nice and white and you could follow the action. Now there's advertisements from end to end. Oh, You're standing in front of the urinal and you look in front of you and there's an advertisement there. And then you look down and there's an advertisement on the little frosty blue urine mint that they keep in the urinal i don't know if i want to buy something from somebody who puts their advertisement in the bottom of a urinal how are they feeling about their product you'll just love our product you'll love it so much why don't you pee all over it yuck disgusting, man. I mean, where does this stuff end, man? It's like everywhere you go. It's like the Staples Center, the Heinz uh, Field, it's the Minute Maid Orange Juice Arena, it's the Playtex Tampon Aquarium, it's the Baskin-Robbins uh, Toilet Museum, I don't know, man. It's getting carried away. People are putting advertising wherever they can stick it. God milk? I saw a woman breastfeeding on a plane the other day, and she had the Got Milk ad on her breast. I mean, that baby was actually looking up and reading it. Have we gone too far? I don't know. All I know is that this little segment was brought to you by... No, I wouldn't do that to you. It's been brought to you by me, Harlan Williams. And I ain't selling you nothing in that because I love you. Hello! Okay, so this is a really weird question to ask, but I gotta ask it. I gotta ask it of my listeners. How many of you are serial killers and you wanna plan your next murder? Or maybe you're not even a serial killer, maybe you just wanna kill someone, but you don't wanna get caught. Here's what you do, okay? I figured this out. This is brilliant. You're gonna love this if you're if if you're looking at your to-do list, like uh, patch the roof, um, fix hole in wall, uh, wash car, murder brother-in-law. Th- this is this is perfect for you because the the primary thing about killing someone is you don't want to get caught, right? And, uh, you know, if, for those of you freaks that watch the CSIs and all that, you know that uh, the way you get nabbed nowadays is with uh, crime scene evidence, like, uh, you know, forensic evidence, fingerprints and uh, hair follicles and dandruff flakes and, you know, God forbid you drop a booger on the ground or, you know, you could, if you, you're on the site of your murder and you fart they'll take an air sample and they'll they'll examine your fart and they go well this guy's got a uh this looks like a uh, red lobster scallop particle in this fart and then they'll figure out where all the red lobsters are in your city and then they'll you know they'll just keep working backwards till everything leads right to your butt and you're you're the you're the murderer we got him how'd you get him well it was scallop week and Red Lobster, and uh, let's just say we bagged some air molecules from one of his uh, farts. Great job. You to go get some seafood? I think I'm going to pass. Uh, but here's, here's, oh, this is brilliant. Here's one of the b- biggest ways you get caught, and I've never murdered, but watching TV and stuff, it's the fingerprints, okay? They always get you with the fingerprints. So here's what you do. Two words, cheese popcorn, okay? How many of you have eaten a bag of that cheese popcorn? Not the giant bag, just like the regular bag of cheese popcorn. It's the same as a bag of like chips or Doritos. You know, the small size. And it's delicious, that cheese popcorn. You can't stop eating it. But what you realize is by the time you get through the end of the bag, okay, by the time you, you're like ruffling around in the bottom of the bag, you're like, where's some more cheese popcorn? Mm-hmm. And you look at your fingers, there is a, a white, cheddary, powdery, spackly paste covering your fingertips, have you ever seen it? it? It's it's ridiculously gross and sticky and messy, but but you get to the bottom of that that cheese popcorn bag, and it's it's crazy. You you can't see your your fingerprints. Your your fingers have this this, this spackle on them. This this white paper mache goo, and it's kind of like semi hardened. It's it's, uh, it, it's soft and pliable, yet it's, it's thick and durable enough that nothing can penetrate it. And in essence, it completely buries your fingerprints. So this is, this is ideal. Now you're ready to enter a scene, create a crime scene, do your murder, and get out and not leave any forensic evidence behind. Any clues there, chief? Nah, not really. We keep finding cheese everywhere. Maybe it was a mouse. Maybe. Maybe you're fired, idiot. Oh. But, uh, I mean, you think about it. You could throttle someone around the neck. You could pick up a knife and leave cheese residue all over the handle. You could fire a gun and drop the gun on the ground. This black hen gun with white, cheesy powder all over it. And not only that, here's the best part about murdering murdering with cheese popcorn fingers is after you've killed someone, let's say you choke your brother-in-law to death, you know, he takes his final breath, his eyes are bugging out, ah! he drops to the floor, clunk. You still have this delicious cheese residue on your fingers, and so you're like, mm. Well, let's see, I got rid of David. Oh, my fingers are, mm, God, I think I'm gonna murder again tomorrow, right. And that's the only practical reason, the only practical thing I can think of for cheese popcorn fingers cuz I'll tell you what outside of that it's damn annoying. Okay? You ever eat that stuff in your car? You're driving along pigging out. You, by the end of it you're you're steering your car with the with the base of your palms of your of your hands. You can't even put your fingers on the steering wheel cuz they'll get stuck there. You'll get You completely saturate your steering wheel with chemical cheese oils. And so you're steering along with your palms like you're a turtle, like a sea turtle at the wheel, steering with your flappers or your flippers or whatever they are. (laughs) So there you go. That's just a little murder tip for all you uh, people out there that are looking to knock someone off. Cheese, popcorn, popcorn. Before you commit the crime, your fingerprints will be buried, you'll never get caught, and your belly will be full. Hallelujah. Hi, this is Tom Brokaw here in Tikrit, and the, the war is escalating here in Iraq. I'll see you one night. Okay, that was the worst Tom Brokaw impression ever but uh what is with the the networks sending their correspondents their their all-star news anchors to different locations this is brian williams in niagara falls this is katie couric in russia i mean what what does that get us if they're geographically in a different spot we're watching tv people you ever heard of the word green screen? Hello! You could have a dinosaur behind you if you wanted. You could have Rosie O'Donnell running on a treadmill behind you if you wanted. It's a green screen. I mean, how much is a first-class ticket and a hotel and the moving the whole crew and setting up a location and blah, 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 just so one of them go, I'm Brian Smith here in Washington today. What are we supposed to do at home? Oh, my God, he's in Washington. Oh, my. Oh, look, look behind him. It's the White House. Oh, my God, these news stories are so much more interesting
1: because he's in Washington.
0: What the hell? Who cares? And then half these guys, they sent him to Iraq. And how many guys have been, like, blown up? The, The guy from ABC, like, went into a coma, man. Did he really have to be over there? I think he's earned the anchor position. He's been working in the field for 20 years. They finally give him the anchor position, and they send him out in the field again. And boom! Roadside bomb, baby. Keep my news guys at home, man. I don't need to see them waking up in the Motel 6 or out in a tent with their family. Just keep them where they belong. That's like me. You'll always find good old Harlan here on the Harland Highway. I ain't skipping over to uh, some other town or city. I'm right here, baby. You know where I'm at. So I'm right here. Like a warm cup of coffee or hot chocolate. I'm always here waiting for you. This is the Harland Highway in Russia. This is the Harland Highway in Buffalo. I'm always right here for you people, so keep it here on the Harlan Highway. All right, do you snore? I didn't mean to imply that that bit was boring and I fell asleep. No, 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 no. That doesn't happen here. But do you snore? Are you a snorer? Are you a snorer? Um I I started thinking about snoring. It's such an odd thing that people do in their sleep. And girls do it and guys do it and some kids even do it. It's a It's such a vile, it sounds like a bear growling, doesn't it? It's it's horrible. It's one of the most horrible noises ever and you know, I thought you know, God designed our bodies. It seems like everything we do has a purpose, you know? Every piece of our body serves a specific function. Um, the, the cells within our bodies, the, uh, the, the blood platelets, the, uh, the fluids... The tissues, the every, every part of our anatomy, every part of our body seems to have a specific function to help us move or walk or fend off bacteria or fight disease, you know, just crazy little things. And then I thought, an anomaly, snoring. It serves no purpose. It's annoying. It's, 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 it's rude. It's loud. It happens when we sleep. There's no reason to snore. But then I, I, I got analytical about it. I thought, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's break this down, player. Yo, player, let's break this snoring down, playa. Um, think about sleeping. Okay, let's go back to our early ancestors. You know, the cavemen, or the Neanderthals, or the Swiss, um... And, uh, you know, we lived in a much more vulnerable time. You know, we we were hunters and gatherers, and we lived in caves, and we lived out in the plains, and we lived under lean-tos. And even now, as as modern humans, we we will go out and camp, or we'll get lost in the woods. And think about it. um, When you're living in a hostile environment where you're, you're integrated into the food chain the way the Neanderthals were. I mean, they had just as much chance of being eaten as, as anything else had a chance of being eaten by them. It was, uh, it was dog for dog, eye for eye out there. There were no buildings to run into. There was no safety zones. Like, if you were walking around and you bumped into a herd of saber-toothed tigers... That's it. Bingo. Where are you going to go? You can't run into the mall. There's no one from Neighborhood Watch watching you. You can't call 911 on your spear. I'm sorry, sir. You'll have to speak more clearly. I'm sorry, sir. Where are you? Oh, Christ. Just hang up, loser. Um... So, you know, you lived in that world where where things could get you in the night. And so I started thinking, well, wait a minute, maybe there is a function for snoring. It does sound like an animal growl. It does sound like a bear. It does sound like something like, uh, you know, that's angry. It's like... You know, it's like a, it's like a nasty cat hissing or it's like a dog growling. Not that much difference, dog growl. Snore. Right? So I started thinking if you're a bunch of Neanderthals and you've been up all night, you know, drinking pinecone juice and you know, eating mammoth uh, legs, And you're just, like, having a food crash, and you're laying beside the fire. And there's a bunch of saber-toothed tigers and raptors circling uh, the encampment. And all of you just pass out in a food coma, and you're you're like, oh, boy, all the raptors are like, here we go, they're asleep, let's go eat. Yummy, 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 let's get us some Neanderthal, some breasts, some thighs, and some Neanderthal wings, mm mm Right. So they start sneaking up. The raptors are like they're sneaking up. And as they get closer, they think they've got it uh, made. And all of a sudden they hear. They're like, oh, my God, what's that? Did you hear that growling? Oh, my God, they're pissed off. They're ready for us. They're waiting. All right. Let's
1: get out of here. Oh, let's go to Popeye's.
0: I don't know. We're Were raptors that effeminate? I don't know. No one can prove to me they weren't, okay? We we have bones, but we don't have personalities we can dig up. So as far as I'm concerned, raptors were very effeminate. I mean, they walked around all prissy-like. Um, But anyway, so my theory is, and join in with it, or shut the podcast off immediately because it's so stupid, is that snoring did serve a function, and during the sleeping hours... When we are most vulnerable, we're in a dream state. We don't even know what's going on around us. The snore served as a, a, uh, a threatening growl while we were asleep to ward off predators and stalkers and would-be assassins. It's a, it's a, a mechanism, a device that uh, keeps us safe in our sleep. So there you go. Snoring does have a function. Although, that being said, if you've ever been with someone who's snoring, you probably want to kill them more than anything else. So maybe it's the reverse. Maybe it's a device used to eliminate and lower the population. I'll let you decide. I've got to have a nap. Oh, good, he's asleep. Let's get him. Mmm, scapulas, tidbits, and femurs. Who wants a femur?
1: Oh, Harlan. It's Roger. Yeah, there's someone on the hotline.
0: Who do we got, Raj? We got... Susan on line four. Hello, Susan.
1: Hi, how are you?
0: I am good. How are you? Oh,
1: I'm doing good.
0: What did you want to talk about today?
1: Well, I'm kind of embarrassed.
0: (laughs) Well, what's the topic? And maybe we can, uh, you know, chat about it.
1: Well, my boyfriend's got um, ED.
0: Oh, Um, okay, I'm not sure that I can. His
1: soldier won't stand at attention when the lieutenant comes in the room.
0: Oh, that's kind of.
1: Salute me. Yeah,
0: I, I figured that's what you meant. Anyways, I don't know that this is the show uh, for this, Susan.
1: He's got E.D. His Peter Pumpkin picked a peck of pickled peppers. Won't pick a pickled peppers. Seashells, seashells at the seashore.
0: Okay, take it easy there, Susan. What I'm saying is I think you need to call like a...
1: Look, are you going to help me or not?
0: Well, honestly, Susan, no. You want like Dateline or Dr. Drew or...
1: why I'll throw a... So do you, Williams. Now you tell me how I get my boyfriend to get that grandfather clock ticking again, because I'm a little desperate here, Williams.
0: Whoa, kid. Hold on.
1: Don't tell me to hold on. I need some...
0: Okay, Roger, what the hell's going on? Who is this?
1: This is Susan, and my boyfriend's flagpole won't work.
0: Oh, my God. Hang up on this chick.
1: Don't you hang up.
0: What was that, Roger? Well, don't let her through again. Good Lord. All right, let's go to a commercial. And well,
1: do you have a commercial for ED pills?
0: Hang up on her. Harlan Williams here on the Harland Highway. Sorry. Not really. <laughs> God, idiot. What's the matter with you, Roger? <sighs> Annoying. Here's something else that's annoying. I got pulled over by the cops recently. Um, have you been pulled over by the police recently? I got one of these real stupid ones. I was driving around in Florida and was coming into a small town. You know those little towns where, you know, you're driving down the highway. It's, it's not like a main highway. It's a highway, but it kind of goes through the back country. And the highway becomes the main street of the town for about a mile. And then it becomes the highway again. And nobody really lives in these little towns. Like, just obscure out-of-the-way places, right? So, rarely do people slow down. You know, they slow down a little, but they just, ah, I'm going to be through here in like about 50 seconds. So, let's just keep going. So, I'm motoring along, and I've been through like 80 of these little towns, no problem. And then I get to this one little town, and uh, I think it's a uh, 40 zone, and I'm going like 60. I'm 20 miles over. And all of a sudden, woo, whoop, whoop, whoo. Guy lights me up, right? I'm like, oh, brother, here we go. So, I pull over. And in a way, it's kind of fun for me because, uh, as you know, I have a pretty famous role in Dumb and Dumber where I play this motorcycle cop who pulls over Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels, and I do the whole license and registration, please, and then I drink the bottle of pee, blah, 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 right? So obviously that scene resonates with, uh, with law enforcement, with cops. They're, they're like, oh, my God, hilarious. So I'm gonna be honest between me and you, I'd say, I'd say 80 percent of the time I get pulled over. If not 90 percent, they let me go. Okay? They're like, "Wait a minute, are you Harlan Williams? Are you the? Oh man, get out of here, dude! I love you. You're the cop that drank the pee, right?" And I never say anything. I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. Like, hey, look at me. i remember me. I, I just sit there and they always figure it out. And it's kind of a game for me. I kinda like it. It's it's like the look of happiness that comes across their faces is actually kinda really fun for me. It's it's it gives me joy to see them kinda figure out the puzzle. They start to hear my voice and then they Look at me, and then they look at my license, and then, wait, whoa, wait whoa, 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 you're the guy. You're the guy. You're the pee guy. Here, let me pull out my thing, have a drink. What? No. Um, so, so I get pulled over, and so it, it's kind of like a game with me now. It's kind of like at what point does the light bulb go off, and they shake my hand and laugh and, you know, send me on my merry way, right? So this time, I'm going through this little town in Florida. A guy pulls me over, walks up, and I've been letting my hair grow. I've been letting my hair grow long. I haven't had it long in a long time, so it's getting longer. And, uh, you know, I'm kicking around Florida, so I'm kind of unshaved, and I got the baseball cap on, and I've got the dark sunglasses. So I'm looking a little bit like a guy from the show The Deadliest Catch, okay? I'm not—I'm lo- looking as sweet As I normally look. I'm looking a little more rednecky, a little more rough around the edges. So cop pulls me over. You know, he goes to the passenger side. How you doing, sir? I'm Officer Fernandez. Uh, Is there a reason why you were going so fast? And I'm not going to BS the guy. I go, I know, officer. You know what? No reason at all. To be honest, I just wasn't paying attention. I know that sounds bad. I wasn't trying to speed. But I'm just rolling along. It's a Saturday. I wasn't trying to tear up your town. I wasn't trying to lay rubber. I wasn't trying to drag race. I was just cruising along. You know, I should have said, well, I was probably speeding the same reason you speed when you're in your pedestrian vehicle. Do you do the speed limit, officer? You know, but I didn't get cocky. I always treat law enforcement with respect. And, uh... So he says, okay, let me uh, check everything out. I hand him my driver's license. I hand him the insurance and all that from the uh, rental car I'm in. And uh, he goes back and does his thing, and I'm just sitting there waiting. Okay, any second now. Any second now. This will be fun, right? So he comes strutting back, and I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. And he goes, "Uh, sir, do you have any weapons in the vehicle? Uh, I'm like, ooh. He goes, do you have any uh, any illegal substance? Do you have any knives? Do you have any weapons? Do you have any guns? Are you transporting any heroin, sir? And I'm like, I actually laughed. I was like, what? No, no, I'm not. There's Chick-fil-A bags all over the front seat. I, I went to Chick-fil-A. And he's like, well, would you mind if I searched your vehicle, sir? I'm like, really? I'm like, sure, go ahead. Now, now this is kind of getting a little weird. But at the same time, it's a little bit fun. It's like, I've never been pulled out of my car like this. Now I feel like I'm one of those, those guys with the baseball cap with the stains on it and the long hair and the unshaven face and the dark glasses on cops. You know those guys, they always pull over. They're the shady-looking dudes because I look exactly like that, right? So I go, sure, I get out, and all of a sudden another cop car pulls up. And another cop car pulls up, an SUV, and their lights are flashing. And then a sheriff's, another, uh, like a different type of cop car is a white one. It said sheriff on it. Four cop cars. And I'm like, what's, whoa, what's going on here, man? And so, uh, sure enough, he goes, sir, go stand back there with the other officer. And I'm like, okay. And I'm, I'm thinking, these guys don't know. They don't know who I am. And so I stand back with the other officer and I'm thinking, okay, I'll just stand here and shoot the breeze with this guy. Big, tall, black cop, right? Husky guy. And uh, instead of shooting the breeze, he goes, "Sir, would you turn around and put your hands on the vehicle?" I'm like, "Huh?" La 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 yeah right? So I, I'm getting amused here. I'm like, this is kind of cool. I'm, I am I, hope there's a camera crew. I'm on cops. How funny would that be, right? So I go, sure, no problem. I'm just playing along. So I turn around. I put my hands on his black car. And, you know, it's Florida. It's 100 degrees. And I'm like, ow, wow, my hands, I'm burning my hands on the car. I said, officer, I'm just going to fake it. You know, I'm going to, Kind of put a little space between me and your, your car here. He goes, that's okay. No problem. Then he says, do you mind if I search you, sir? You got any uh, needles? You got any uh, weapons? Any uh, drugs in here? I'm like, no, go for it. And again, I'm I'm kind of enjoying this in a way. I know that sounds stupid, but I'm like, this is kind of cool. I feel like I'm in a movie. I'm an actor. I feel like I'm in one of my movies. I feel like I'm getting shaken down. I feel like, oh, this is this is how you see it on TV. So this guy starts fumbling through my pockets. He's reaching real deep, too. It's almost a little like, excuse me, did you want to ask me on a date, officer? I mean, not that he went there, but he was digging way down. He pulled out a few, had a few dollar bills in my pocket. And it's always fun to get this kind of treatment when you know you've done nothing wrong because you know they're wasting their time, right? And to you it's almost like they're putting on a little show. They're they're going through the routine. They they're doing their thing. It's like afternoon theater. It's like the matinee. It's the police officer's ball afternoon matinee theater. Ah. And so this one guy's ripping my car open. He's pulling up the spare tire thing. He's he's looking up in the ceiling. And, and keep in mind, this is a nice car. It's a rental. It's like an SUV. It's, it's a brand new. It's, they washed it. So I don't, the car's definitely not shady. You know, it still smells like new car, except for the Chick-fil-A bags everywhere, you know. It's kind of been violated in that way. And uh, so, I, you know, the guy finishes searching me, and so I'm just standing there talking to him. There's an old hotel beside us. I go, oh, I'd like to see what goes on in this hotel. He goes, oh, yeah, man, there's some nasty stuff in there. And I was like, look at all these cops. This is for a guy going over 20 miles. And I, I, I thought, you know what? I should pull the Dumb and Dumber card. I'm gonna, I should do it. I should just go, you, you guys don't know who I am, do you? And I should have done it. I didn't do it. I should have, for the first time in my life, I should have done it. Because they didn't know who I was, and that that was, that was almost amazing to me, because they always picked me off. But I should have just gone, you don't know who I am, do you? And the guy would be like, what do you mean? Who are you? And i go, I'm a cop, dude. He'd be like, what do you mean you're a cop? I'm the cop from Dumb and Dumber, dude. Take the glasses off. Take the hat off. It. I bet you a hundred bucks they would have been like, Oh man, it's come here. Hey Fernandez, come here man. Come here, get out it's, it's the guy from Dumb and Dumber, man. The guy drink the pee. Yeah, oh man, can we get a picture with you? Can you can we you sign this for my kids? Get out of here, man. Go back to uh, Chick fil A, man. But I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I'm not that guy. I couldn't I couldn't pull it. I, I I'm thinking maybe instead of being like self conscious and and not wanting to be that guy. Maybe I should have done it for them. That probably would have been kind of a thrill. There's this little backwoods town in the middle of Florida. There's no no people from the movies driving through there. And here's the goofy cop from Dumb and Dumber. They pulled him over. They don't realize till halfway through. Maybe I should have done it just to give them a laugh. And they still might have given me a ticket. I don't know. But it probably would have given them a little chuckle, a little thrill. Because I know it does every other time I've been pulled over. So anyways, I went anonymous. They finished their deal. All these cops left. I'm back in my car. The cop was really nice. He goes, look, sir, I'm not going to give you the full penalty, $250. I said, okay. But I do have to give you this. It's for $112. And uh, there you go. And I said, hey, everything helps, officer. He he couldn't have been nicer. He was a nice guy. He got in his rig. He took off, right? And here's the one thing I always said, and I hope you don't think this sounds cocky or pompous. But this is the one thing I always said about making money, about gaining wealth. Okay, I always said if I ever kind of got wealthy. Or if I ever, you know, had a very comfortable living going or I had enough money in the bank that I didn't have to sweat it every day. If I was doing well in life financially, I said, one thing I'm never going to stress about is a stupid ticket from the police. If I get a parking ticket, whoop-de-doo. If I get a speeding ticket, who cares? If I get any kind of violation, you know, wheelchair parking or a fire hydrant, oh well. I've got a bunch of money in the bank. Too bad, whoopie do. And I gotta say, man, that's—I'm—I'm I'm not a guy that goes around and spends a ton of money and drives a Lamborghini and flashes, you know, what I've done around. But I'll tell you what—the one pleasure in life that I have. Is I wanted to make money. So when those dill weeds, not dill weeds. I mean, when you know, I deserved it. I'm the one that violated the law. But when, when, when those cops give me the ticket, I couldn't give a crap. Yeah, I pay it. I pay it, but I don't care. It's like, yay, whatever, a ticket. Who cares? Doesn't affect my life. And that is a nice feeling. And that was my main motivation in life. For gaining wealth. So I got to thank the uh, the members of law enforcement for being my driving, motivating force in life. So that I could have a little nugget in the bank and just laugh off any ticket. And then lastly, I'll say, here's the little dance we do when we get a ticket. You ever notice after you get your ticket and the cop pulls away? You like pull away so... Uh, so carefully, so cautiously, and so aware. You you know, here you are parked at the side of the road. The cop has left the scene, and you feel like a, a, a kid that's been punished. So you start your car up very sheepishly, and you, you actually put your signal on. Look, officer, in case you're still hiding behind a billboard, I put my signal on, and I'm going to merge back into traffic. Click, 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 click. I'm going back out into the... I'm circulating against with, with all the normal people that don't speed. I'm the crazy felon that was speeding. And I'm I'm going to merge back in with the regular folks. I'm going to drive with the population again.
1: <clears throat>
0: you know? And then you drive along real slow for that first, like, 5, 10 minutes. You're like, da oh, dee Ooh, I got a ticket. I don't want to get another one. And then you're like... Screw this. What are the odds of me? I just got a ticket. What are the odds of me getting another one? And you know what? Screw you for giving me a ticket. I'll drive fast if I wanna drive fast. And then you're just back to your old hijinks in five, ten minutes. But for that first five, ten minutes you're the very well-behaved kind of dog with your tail between your legs. You're kind of creeping down the road.
1: I got a ticket i'm sorry
0: and then all of a sudden you're like a greyhound that sees a rabbit running down the road so there you go that's my little cop story getting pulled over hope it doesn't happen to you but if it does if the cops pull you over and you're about to get a ticket, just say, hey, officer. You know, do your best impression of me. Hey, officer, I'm the guy that drank the pee from Dumb and Dumber. It's me, Harlan Williams. You know, you can do my voice. It's not hard. And uh, maybe you'll get off. Or maybe they'll throw you in a Turkish jail cell. Um, lessons learned. Uh, well, hey, on that note, I think we have to end it. We're, we're at that time. I don't want to get a ticket for going too long. You know, I could get a ticket for podcasting too long, and I don't want that. So there you go. I hope you had a good time. Uh, thanks for speeding with me down the Harland Highway. I do appreciate it. Tell your friends and families to join in. They can subscribe just as easily as you did. Spread the word. Spread the mirth. Spread the merriment. Let everyone else get in on the fun here at the Harland Highway. I'm trying to build the audience, as you know. And uh, also, uh, you can write me at harlanwilliams.com if you want to uh, say something. And you can call me and leave a phone message at 323-739-4330 if you have something to say, something funny, something angry, something nice, something stupid, something rice. Um, and I'm at uh, Twitter, at Harlan Williams, and uh, Facebook, backslash Harlan Williams, and uh, get on, get on the uh, the train and ride around with us. Uh, but that's all we have time for today. Thank you once again, uh, and until next time, everybody. Chicken chow mein, baby.
1: Will you kindly shut your mouth?